1: Welcome back to the officially unofficial podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Junta. So we're joined by a man that is part of the cause for my depression. Uh, my sadness. He recently traveled to Toronto, Ontario, Canada, dug a hole and threw me into a body bag and threw me into that hole. It is Matt Festa, the Seattle Mariners. Um, how dare you? Uh, what's up, man? What's how you doing?
2: Hey, doing, I'm doing great. Um, I'm over here in Houston. I don't know if you've ever been down here during the ALDS, but it's pretty good.
1: I haven't. Um I all right, we're going to okay, I I haven't. Um I'll be honest with you, man. All right? I want to be as blatantly clear as possible. I haven't watched the highlights of that game. Every single time I see a highlight of that game, I skip past it. I I <laughs> didn't sleep the night of. Um <laughs> I am. You saw the video, all right? I'm sh- over eighty five thousand people saw the video on TikTok. They they know what I had to go through, but I want you to answer this question just to kind of at least close the chapter for me. Did you guys know you were going to come back when it was eight one? Like, did you have that kind of little hunch that it's like this game's not over? Because I did. I did, and it was sad. It was sad that I thought that when it was eight one.
2: Um, I guess for me, if we're being honest, yeah. I mean, I kind of. Especially me going into that game in the fifth inning, you know, I went to the bullpen early, down eight one before I got before I got into the game, when I was warming up, it was still eight to one. And I was like, all right, like, just throw up a couple zeros here, bridge the gap, get this game over with, we'll get to Logan tomorrow. But while it was warming up was when they pulled Gossman, they put in Mesa, and the ball went over the fence, and I was like, Oh fuck. Okay, we got a ball game here rear lead is nothing for us you know one step went over the fence I was like it's on like this is this is very winnable
1: yeah I and listen one thing that really aggravates me is the pulling of Gosman at 90 pitches I made that very clear in the recent episode of gate 14 and to add salt to the womb or wound sorry I keep saying we want to know why I'm saying that I was in an <laughs> aisle seat and a lot of listeners from my other podcast, like, I was depressed. I wasn't, I wasn't standing up. I Like, in the video, you can see me seated with my fucking hand in my head. Like, my head in my hand, just, like, depressed. People were taking selfies with me um, like that. Like, listeners of the show and people that follow our TikTok, stuff like that, were taking selfies of me to add salt to it. The Gossman pull, that was the dumbest thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. I just want to get that out there. Before we go into the series, what were the Toronto fans like with you? What was the bullpen like? Um, let's see. The bullpen, not too bad. We had we had quite a few Mariner
2: fans in that section. I, I'm not sure how, but um they they weren't too bad. I've definitely had worse. Uh, the streets, walking down the streets after game one, my mother, my father were both wearing my jerseys, my brothers wearing mariner stuff. Obviously, nobody recognizes me. I'm just a bullpen guy, whatever. But they are just wearing out my parents. and uh my dad was having fun he's like I'm not even a Mariners fan I'm a Yankees fan they're like that's worse (laughs) Uh, they found out his name was Frank and then they're like Frank the tank Frank the tank like they're cheering down the streets um you had a couple FUs you know get out of here blah 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 um so the fans in the streets are worse the fans in the stands weren't that bad I I bet you probably close to the dugout was worse but the bullpen wasn't
1: too bad. Well, my and I will say this my world series was just dog walking Robbie Ray. And that like that was a tough out and you guys still won. So at the end of the day, who really gives a fuck? But that was my personal world series. But I want to talk about that atmosphere because obviously you got to see it firsthand. That place was fucking bumping game two. That was the loudest I've ever heard it. What like being field level, like how crazy was that? I know you guys don't even do this, but did you ever like look around and be like, this is fucking wild that I'm in a playoff series right now? And, like, in front of 55,000 fucking people just blatantly, like, how loud it was and stuff? Yeah, game one, for
2: sure. Game one, I couldn't feel my legs the whole game. Especially the fact that we jumped out to such an early lead. I was, like, I was more nervous for us because I was, like, get this, get the game to the fucking seventh, eighth inning. This game is over. Like, yeah, I don't care. Like, once we have three runs, like, let's go. Zero, 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 zero. Shut these fuckers down. Like, let's go. Yeah. Game two. We were game one we were sitting up on the perch game two after teosca hit that home run and robbie's leash kind of like started looking a little short nobody went up to that perch for the rest of the day we weren't <laughs> we didn't want to be that you're looking like you got a target on your back if you're sitting up there because those fans sit right there um and they're dying they're dying to let us have it after game one because they couldn't they couldn't say anything uh you know it just kind of seems like you guys are there's a lot of baseball fans, don't get me wrong, but it seems like there's just like a bunch of just drunk hockey fans at a baseball game ready to go. Like, they're like, this is a Leafs game, but it's really the Blue Jays. But
1: <laughs> It was. It, listen, man. And one thing I will say this, because obviously, like I said, I was sitting up in heaven with a common fan like what I do. And so these two fucking dummies behind me started chanting, start the bus to the Mariners. And I mean, looked through. I was like, what the fuck? Do you understand what jinxes are? Right when that happened, I should have put my mortgage on the Mariners to come back and win. It was just a bunch of terrible jujus, but it was crazy. And I want to talk about that one guy in your bullpen that, in my opinion, is just the most impossible person I've ever seen to hit against is Munoz. What the fuck is this dude's deal? Like, what is it? What is it like watching him in the bullpen? Because this guy, I'm watching him on TV. And I think he came in actually game two. It's the most unhittable shit I've ever seen in my life. It's impossible.
2: Seeing it in person is even more special, yeah. Um. So Munoz, I've known Munoz since 2017. We played in the same Fall League team together. Probably the greatest Fall League team assembled. Like, we had Austin Riley, Ronald Acuna, Luis Arias, Munoz, Max Freed. Like, that. Jesus. We, we beat other Fall League teams by, like, 8, 10 runs every time. <laughs> we won the Fall championship so easily. Like, beat them single-handedly. At that time, 2017, Munoz was 18 years old. He was still throwing 103 first strikes, but didn't have the slider. He had the same – and, fun fact, he had the same pair of braces that he has on right now back in 2017. This kid's had braces on for the past four or five years.
1: It works. (laughs) It works.
2: Um, But watching – like, watching him throw is just – Is it for the confidence? It's like you're aiming a handgun at the strike zone whenever he throws. It's just bullet after bullet after bullet. <laughs> and he's so accurate.
1: Is is it bad for the confidence though? Because obviously, like I said, you're a you're like you're a finesse guy that can run it up as well, but like it doesn't matter if you're a finesse guy or fucking like Luis Castillo. This dude is outgunning you, big dicking you on the mound, no matter what. Like watching him throw a bullpen, are you just like trying to pick his brain out of what Mitt works for him and stuff like that? Like how no, have, you can't, you can't he called you the brain. slider?
2: You can't pick his brain. No. His slider, like. It's just, a, it's just a regular slider. It's just that he throws, like, his, his warm-up pitches are 94 96. Like, his bullpens, he's just, like, flicking <laughs> 94-96. And then when he wants to ramp it up, it's like, boom, 101, 102. So you can't, you can't just be him. Plus, you know, he's just doing his best to make the game simple. Like, hey, your shit is better than everybody. You know, just fill up the zone. Don't get cute. Don't get pretty. You know, early in the year, he kind of, like, had a hard time adjusting to, like, what identity he was going to be. And we kind of showed him, uh, Eric Swanson came up with an idea to show him Eddie, Edwin Diaz highlights and was like, dude, you, this is you, you can do this, you can be this. And from then on out, there's just smooth sailing. He took off and he just tries to emulate Edwin Diaz. And that's, that's kind of like what he does.
1: It was wild, and going into the celebration you guys had because listen, I I wanted to sit there and soak it in, but I had to leave because like I almost threw it, like my legs were shaky. I was fired up as eight one. I was like, all right, we're going game three. Let's fucking ride. Next thing I know, I'm in dead. I'm uh, it's just I'm tweeting someone, murder me, someone kill me. I want to die. Mariners fans are in our TikTok comments just saying what happened. It's calling me a four eyed fuck. Fuck you. All this shit to me. <laughs> like the celebration. I don't understand how that works. Like, did you guys get, like, after it? Like, were there guys that were like, whoa, this dude is fucked up? Like, when did the plane leave? Did it leave that night or the next day? No, no, no. We
2: were win-lose. We were leaving Sunday. Uh, We left around, like, 2 o'clock yesterday. So, we had plenty of time to, you know, enjoy ourselves. We we stayed at the field and drank on the field. We had all our family out there. It was amazing because a lot of our family wasn't in town for the Seattle clinch especially mine. So like everybody's family was in town for this series and to have them like after pop bottles in the locker room, we came out, there were still Mariner fans in the stands and we got to bring all our families onto the field. We're smoking cigars, we're drinking beers in the field. Like it was the best. And then we all um, headed back to the hotel and the hotel had a nice setup for us, like on, on the, one of the second floors, like catering halls and we kind of just went from there. A couple guys went out to like a club, couple a couple of single guys, Um, but
1: you're not uh, in that Brocket anymore, Festa. That's not me. You're not not in that that brocket anymore. No, no, me and
2: my, me and my brothers and my girl kicked it back at the hotel (laughs) with the rest of the family. And we, we, we got after it. You know, no, I,
1: I need to know the name of that hotel because that hotel is dead to me for making a setup for the fucking Seattle. I mean, that hotel is fucking as dead to me as humanly possible. But I want to go into your I mean, your appearance. You fucking shoved it down my throat too, fucking absolutely carved kind of. Listen, I was rooting for you, but part of me was whatever. You just thought it was eight one when you came in. So I was like, all right, let's have Festa carve now. Little did I know there would be one run scored the rest of the fucking game because you carved <laughs> and then the fucking rest of the guys car. How nervous were you? Because you've never pitched in a playoff game before, especially in that atmosphere. Those fans, the, the Robbie Ray chants were crazy. Like, I don't know how that dude even, like. The touched. Robbie
2: chants, that was something else. I've never seen anything like that. Like, that was kind of brutal to to have that up there. And, you know, he's one, t- he's one tough son of a bitch for that. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I don't know how he did that. But I want to go into when you pitched. Like, what was, what's your first thought process? Like, are you a guy that's like, don't look around? Like, don't. Like realize like how many people are here. Like how how did you approach that? Cause that's gonna be, I'm gonna say it. Houston isn't a baseball town, a bunch of fucking cowards, thirty dollar playoff tickets. What a bunch of losers. The Mariners have $350 playoff tickets. So that's gonna be a good atmosphere. What yeah. was running through your head, man? Um,
2: you know, at the time, you know, you don't you don't pay attention
1: to the stands. And it was eight to one. So like
2: my mentality from eight to one was kind of like, all right, just like focus on throw strikes. Like these guys are gonna be super aggressive. Blue Jay hitters are always aggressive, right-handed power hitters, you know, like we're just gonna throw strikes, fill up the zone, and uh just kind of throw some messy shit. You don't really I don't I don't really notice shit that's going on, you know. You know, except for honestly, those those towels they handed out, they should not have them be blue. They should
1: have been you white. You know how many times I fucking said that? It doesn't the you don't see shit the seats were, are blue. blue. They blend in with the entire stadium, it doesn't look like anything. <laughs> it's so dumb. They used um, to be white like, during the Joey Bats bat flip game. That's why it was electric. They were all white. Spike. then you can notice how many people are actually so out there. So fucking like, stupid.
2: So dumb. Yeah, that third that upper bowl is so dark up there. Like you can't even really see like who's up there. Like I was like, I know it's sold out, but like also I can't even tell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, just wanted to get out there, throw up a zero, kind of keep the tempo on our side, especially after that home run. So I just you know just fill up the zone, let the shit work, and hope for you know good results.
0: Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at Babbel.com slash BlueWire. That's 60% off at Babbel.com slash BlueWire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash BlueWire. Rules and restrictions apply.
1: And you know what made it even worse was uh, tie game in the ninth. Obviously, just a shit ton of fucking managerial mental mishaps by the Toronto Blue Jays, but whatever. And you know who fucking other who else shoves it down my fucking throat? Is another friend of the podcast, Adam Frazier, right in front of my fucking face, a little two out RBI double in the gap to just absolutely silence the crowd. When he did that, were you guys like, It's over? It's fucking done. Because you know who's coming in the ninth. Like it uh, for who came in the ninth again, I forgot his name. Um George Kirby. Yeah, that I mean that freak, Canadian kid. Yeah. Uh so like, did you or no, Matt Brosh is Canadian? Were you yeah. just like when that run came in, you're like, that's it? Or like, at what point did you kind of realize in the back of your head, like, this game's over? Was it like when, when we, you guys tied it?
2: Well, yeah, when we tied it and you guys colli- the collision happened, i take like, it it's over. I was like, there's no way we don't get another one off Romano here. And then whoever you're bringing in is not Romano, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that when we tied it, like, our bullpen, we, I'm not a bullpen, our dugout was like, we were farming at the mouth. We're like, get, get us back up there. Like, Cal leads the inning off with a double uh, and it's so so dope to have it be fraser because like you know he's had like you start off weird weird season kind of struggles a little bit then finds his own and just absolutely tears it up the second half so for it to be adam was was great and uh having him moved up in the lineup that day because of his you know his report against uh gossman was huge he had a couple, couple great at-bats against Gosman, so like him coming up in that spot was just it was it was predetermined that was awesome
1: no, I mean, that was just, I, I still, like I said, I, I can't watch highlights of the game. It's going to haunt me for the rest of my life. That collision was, you know, okay. And listen, here's a little tidbit for you. Cause obviously you're not locked in on blue Jays, Twitter, that ball that was in, to hit the center field that scored like the tying runs, but from <laughs> JP Crawford, the yeah. catch probability on that was 75%. Is that not the most sickening thing you've ever heard in your life? I don't. No, it was. I, no, like they did an analytic report. The reason why George Springer didn't catch it was if you watch, like they they made like a 3D version of it. George Springer veers out of the way because Boba coming full speed and can't hear him. George, George Springer, after his first step, when the ball was hit, the exit Velo, the launch angle, it had a 75% catch probability for George Springer. And then if you watch the actual thing, it deducted to 4.5% because he veered off with Boba trying to be a fucking hero. And that's why it dropped. Because that ball, yeah, like, George Springer, he did that against the Red Sox, like, two weeks ago, he we caught that ball. But, like, it's crazy, man. Like, that whole sequence of events will haunt my fucking dreams for the rest of my life. And it you was... It, really, You guys it, are really
2: grasping for straws there, huh? Like, breaking down the what should have happened. No,
1: is... it, in the th- it wasn't a Blue Jays reporter that tweeted it. It was a fucking... Oh. It, it was, like, an MLB.com, like, actual uh, stat, okay, okay. stat account.
2: <laughs> so, I was just yeah. Like, I mean, when JP hit it, I think everyone else in the dugout was like, that's falling. Like, there's no way. And then the fact that they collided was just like that leads to the that leads to Fraser coming in. I know if, if he
1: lets that drop, that's two obviously, that's two runs. It's
2: two regular, yeah. but once they collide and the ball like bounces Done. away, like that third one because Fraser wasn't even at third, I don't think. And then yeah. you're just like, I'm um, in. Wow, that's crazy. I seventy five percent. I yeah. know that people like I, I saw them talk about you know if that's ten feet further or ten feet shallower. Yeah, like, that
1: that's- that stuff is fucking. You won't catch me saying that cupcake shit. I just yeah. look at the stats. It was seventy five percent, and that makes it even more sickening. So you just hate to see that. But I want to talk about the manager because obviously Mariners fans love Scott. What's it like playing for this dude, man? I mean, he was having beers with the boys, ripping cigars. Like it's like my old. I mean, this is a guy I want to hang out with. Like, what's it like playing for this dude? Uh,
2: he's, he's great. You know, you see, I've seen him kind of uh, transition from a young manager i was up in 2018 he made his manager debut with us in 2016 so i i've i've seen scott grow over over a couple years um you know we've we've gone he's gone through so many players you know coming in and out of that that team so it's it's hard but i think this year is the breath of fresh air for him so was last year but this year realistically because you know we go out and we're making acquisitions like the rebuild is real we have these like young weapons and then you go out, and you get Winker, and you get Suarez, and you get Castillo, and, like, Jerry's making all the moves. And, you know, when when you're winning, like, it's fun. You can't – it's fun for everyone. And he's such a player's guy. You know, um, he's been great with some of the celebrations with us. Um, you know, I love playing for him.
1: He's just so electric. And – it. One thing that also was cringe, and unless, like, like, like you know, I'm locked in on B- Blue Jays Twitter. One of a Blue Jays reporter was trying to auction off a Seattle Mariners champagne bottle. Took it from the locker room. Is that like, wow. what the what the fuck is this guy doing? His name's Arash Madani. He tweets it the night of. Blue Jays fans are obviously in pain. Like, I wanted to die. I'm people chirping me outside of the stadium, telling me to trade the whole fucking team. And this guy posts a Mariners bottle saying, Hey, Mariners fans, like if someone wants to buy this, $500 to the Blue Jays uh, Care Foundation. That's trying to make a quick buck on Yeah, the it, it, it was sickening shit. Like, just
2: Mariners fans who haven't seen playoffs in 20 years, they're trying to buy any memorabilia <laughs> they can get for this, but. That's kind of that's kind of messed up.
1: And another thing, are you gonna be playing for free when you play in Seattle? Because you're gonna have to buy a shit ton of tickets. You got a massive family. You're Italian like me. We're both I mean, I'm I'm Sicilian, so I I know how it rolls. Are there's like tons of people are gonna be asking you for tickets, right? So are you gonna be playing for free that series? Or how do how do the tickets work, by the <laughs>
2: way? Uh well, I guess it all depends on, you know, playoff share and how far you get. Uh, you know, you don't you don't get a salary in the playoffs. So um you just get a share of like how deep you go. Your team earns a share of the the pot that MLB earns and it's split amongst all the playoff teams. Uh so yeah, I mean, yeah, you kind of play it for free, especially with those tickets. We only get, I think we're we, we get like ten. Um, so I got most of my family and friends flying out. I got my girl flying out. So I, I don't really have the opportunity to, you know, hook any locals up, which is a shame, but I, I know they're,
1: they're Oh, that game's gonna be fucking wild. Like, how yeah. you, have you guys, like, mentally prepared for how crazy that shit's going to be? Like, we're talking 21 years here, no playoff games. Like, that's going to be insane. No, I, I don't
2: think you can. You know, you can't prepare yourself for something like that because, I don't know, it just never happens. So, the walk-off was the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life when Cal hit that walk-off. So, when we get there and whoever is on the mound throws a first pitch strike in that first inning, like, it is going to explode. Plus, the booze will rain down for Jose Altuve.
0: Oh,
1: god, that is that. See, the thing is, I respect Mariners fans, like because you guys will boo the Astros because you don't have any Astros on you. But when the Jays go to play at Yankee Stadium and George Springer is getting booed when Marwin Gonzalez is playing fucking left, who was on the team, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. I'm glad you're on the other side of that because you get to see how fucking dumb Yankee fans are. And I have to deal with it all the time in the comments and shit like that. <laughs> so, how, I mean, second last thing I want to talk about with you, are you going to play for team Italy? Like where are we at here? Romano and you back end of the bullpen. Are you fucking kidding me? Sign me up for that shit.
2: Yeah, I will be playing for team Italy. Um, me and uh, Sam Haggerty on the Mariners as well. We play playing there. Uh, a couple of the other bullpen guys. Um you know Romano's going, Marinaccio's going from the Yankees. Our bullpen is pretty legit. I know Nick Vespi, Nick Vespi on the on the Orioles. Um, we've got a nice little squad coming together. I'm excited just to experience it all. we play in friggin' Taiwan, which would be
1: that's wild. Field.
2: You know that's gonna be crazy. Um, but yeah, I'll set up. I'll hand the ball off to Romano. That'd be easy. There that... you go. Go up another zero
1: that is i'm juiced listen i'm a canada guy through and through but my roots my whole family's from italy i'm riding for fucking team italy here but another thing for you here just talking about good juju so we had tyler matzik on last year before the uh world series and they went on to win the world series so you coming on the podcast there's going to be a big moment for you coming up in this uh in this playoff run now, I mean, the officially unofficial bump, it hit Frazier, it seems like right in my fucking jugular and it's going to (laughs) hit you soon. So, I mean, I'm just going to throw that out there. There's going to be a big uh, Matt Festa moment. So just be prepared. Just mentally be prepared for that, that big, uh, the big playoff moment,
2: the world series, you know, it goes, you got to go through Houston. If you're going to get there, do the American league. So it's better that it happens now. You know, you got to get it through. I think a five game series against them, uh, could be a little bit more of an advantage of us than a seven game series. So, you know, take your lumps and get after it, and just you got to go to battle. We've taken three from them before this season. Um, you know, we have we have some some bad luck and some some not so great games on the road here, but we're looking to change that. We're going to change that big time.
1: When, it helps but when you have fucking Luis Castillo throwing a hundred mile an hour two seam or whatever the fuck he was throwing that game. And that guy's just whatever. I, I wanted the Jays to trade the farm for that dude, and obviously they fumbled the bag he he's fucked he's fussed but anyways festa man obviously man i had to get you on people are gonna love this uh i appreciate you doing this man and i'm obviously looking forward to you, you know i'm always you're my guy i mean I, we've been boy i mean we've been we've been like friends for like what two three years now the first time i had you on when you were recovering from tommy john so yeah, it's uh yeah. Thanks, it, it's electric man to see this journey you've made brother like i mean i remember we having, we were just talking about you being able to throw again and now yeah. you're fucking pitching in the goddamn playoffs right in front of my face so you love to <laughs> yeah, see that Festa man. Ride. I'm fired up for you, brother. Keep doing your thing, man. And uh, just know I'm rooting for you, even though I hated you last round, but it what's done. It's done. It's over. Hopefully I never see you again in the playoffs from the other side of the bracket, but yeah. uh, I appreciate that, man. Keep doing your thing, keep riding and let's fucking go. I mean, I'm going to say, it, let's go. Wems, let's go Festa. All right, let's go. There
2: go. Okay. Nice. Nice. Appreciate that. <laughs>